to Prep Rally, the podcast. I'm Chip Souza, and I'm joined today by Henry Apple and Rick Fires. We got Paul Boyd is on a little vacation this week. I thought we put a moratorium on vacations, but I guess he must have slipped through the back door somehow. Oh, that's well, right. I'm going on vacation next week. So. Yeah, so we catch. And not to mention, I was on vacation the week before that. So, so uh, Rick hadn't. Oh, Rick's coming back from vacation. Why am yeah, I the last one to take vacation? I've been on vacation for about three months. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's disputing that, Rick. <laughs> All right. So we're here today to talk a little bit uh, about COVID-19 because what else is there to talk about? And uh, I'm going to go to Rick on this. Rick, what's today's date? Uh, July 29th or 30th. 20, 2017 or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't even know what date it is. If I didn't have my phone, Henry, I couldn't tell what dates things were. I've been on, you know, whatever time since March. And uh, it just seems like we've um, – you know, I, I don't know that we've made progress. I don't know where we are. Uh, I've talked to coaches. They don't know where we are. It's just yeah. – We're actually stuck in the 2020 version of the movie Groundhog Day. I think And you're until right. we finally get it right, hey, we're going to have to repeat it all over again. I'm a little bit older. Right. I say like Twilight Zone. Is it, you know, normally we'd be jacked up. We're fired up about football, uh, starting them. Uh, all right, we've already had our seven-on-seven seven camps. Man, we've been out there getting ready to go out there and watch them throwing the football around, but – who, who knows now? I, I, I don't even know where we're at. I don't either. What's coming uh, up? And, but, and the thing is, that's not unusual for me to not know where I'm at, but for the mm. football coaches, and you know, Rick and, and Henry, you guys have been around football coaches long enough, and I think Daryl Patton mentioned this when we had him on a couple weeks ago. Football coaches want to know what they're doing two years from now right now. You know, they want to have that plan in place for two years ahead of time. They want to know who they're playing. And right now they can't plan for ten minutes ahead of time because we're still in a limbo trying to determine – what safely can and cannot be done for high school football and hey, volleyball. A good example of that a few years ago, they started in the 7 a West, maybe some other league, moved a uh, kickoff time back from 7 to 7.30, but the coaches got out of rhythm. They didn't like it. Next year they turned it back to 7 p.m. You remember and that, that? That's, and that's the best thing I think they've done in a long oh, time. I us, wish they played yeah. at 5 o'clock. Oh, me too. So, Henry, the AAA came out yesterday and made an announcement of really – None. No significance except, and Henry pointed this out, the last line of that statement. And, Henry, the last line of that statement that the AAA released yesterday said. Said that they are waiting for the governor's directive on this, which means right now the Arkansas Activities Association is handcuffed. They're not going to do anything until they're led by Governor Asa Hutchinson and the Arkansas Department of Health on when to do that. You know, uh, I spoke a little bit to Lance Taylor this afternoon just as I was driving down here to Fayetteville, and he's, you know, and he says, people think we have the answers. We don't have it right now. We're kind of in the waiting game just like everybody else. So this is where we are. Rick, what day would we say this was? This is July the – July 29th. 29th. So ordinarily, under normal times – Team, our football teams and volleyball teams, but more specifically right now football teams, would have gone through a spring practice in May. Yep. They would have then gone into team camps and seven-on-sevens right into June. We would have had Shiloh Christian would have hosted big their tournament. Southwest Elite yep. big seven-on-seven tournament, and we've had none of that. Now, since spring or since the – since. The state went into phase two, whenever that was. I can't even remember when that happened. Um, 
the governor said you could have small group yes. practices for the non-contact for the contact sports, which is volleyball, soccer, football. So what that has meant is that coaches have been able to have players in shorts and t-shirts, no helmet, no shoulder pads, no nothing. Since about May the what tenth, I think, or something like that is when we went into phase two, May the first, something like that. Uh, I'm not real sure specifically on the date, but it's somewhere around the 1st of May. So it's been since last November or December of teams that were in the playoffs long enough since football teams in Arkansas actually wore full uniform and tackled each other to the ground. So that's been a long time. Um, There's going to have to be some practice before games can be played. We're going to be at August 1st on Monday, and we know they're not going to start then. So now, as if that clock weren't ticking and the the sands in that hourglass weren't already going through fast enough, now we're to the 1st of August. The first games should start August the 28th if things are still on schedule, and right now they are. There's, There's nobody that said they're not. There's been no pushback yet. There's been no announcement of a delay. So we're still on August 28th as the start date. Now that window is really starting to to close. So you're looking at from Monday to that first day that they that they would play somewhere during that week, we're at about three weeks out for that. Yeah. And as we all know, yesterday the Tennessee governor signed the executive order where, hey, they're gonna start August third, this coming Monday, their practices start. Now just yesterday, Governor Asa Hutchinson just said, we're not ready for contact sports yet. If we don't get practices started by Monday, then I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I, do, I don't see the season starting on August 28th or the 27th if you're Fort Smith Northside, Fort Smith South, unless there's a miracle between now and Monday. Now, am I a believer in miracles? You better believe it. I've seen some happen. But here we are sitting here waiting, and it's not just going to hurt people in Arkansas. Lance Taylor and I talked about that just this afternoon. Exactly. You think of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, right? who had a game scheduled in Texas. Yep. Oh, Texas has done called their games off, so they got a game against Bentonville West. Now, if our games are delayed – well, they're going to go have to go find another find opponent another real opponent. quick. You're talking about teams in Missouri. They're going to have to go find opponents. Yep. Um, teams along that Louisiana-Arkansas yeah. border, you know. But Louisiana delayed the start of theirs, right? Is, right. They're, they're back two weeks. They're back up two weeks. They're now the equivalent of our week one, so the first week in September. And I think Mississippi is in the same category. Same right. So what do we do? Uh, are we just going to cut a week? One game off, two games off. Are we going to tell, hey, we're not going to play non-conference schedule. You're just going to play your conference schedule. But, uh, you know, maybe just one non-conference game and then your conference schedule. Everything right now is just up in the air. It is. And, you know, this. I was talking with Chris Wood today over at Harbor, um, and I think, you know, people are under the impression that once they get the green light to start football that everything's going to be okay and – Nobody on their teams are going to test positive for COVID. That is not going to happen, folks. 
you are going to have players who are going to test positive. That is going to happen, okay? Um, until they find a way to eradicate this virus, and I don't see that happening for any while, in, in any anytime soon, if ever. I'm saying if ever. The kids are gonna kids are gonna contract this virus. So how do you how do you handle that? Do you say okay, you've had three cases of COVID nineteen on your team, and so therefore. Next week, when Bentonville and Bentonville West are supposed to play for, uh, you know, week eight or whatever that is, that game is not going to be played. Or, you know, you're going to have to play it with, you know, with with ten fewer kids than you thought, including your starting quarterback. I mean, coaches, as if they didn't already have enough on their plate, as if, you know, and 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 they're no different than anybody else, any other coach, whatever, but. They're going to have to be more nimble <laughs> in making adjustments than they have ever in their lives ever thought they would have to be. Hey, it's it's like um, you know, two, three, four kids get COVID. They have to postpone a game. Then their opponent they're supposed to play say, well, you know, like your Cylone said, well, let us go over to Prior, Oklahoma. Hey, you guys want to play? Uh, the team we're supposed to play got COVID. We can't play them. You think something like it that may, it will could occur? It could happen. I was talking with Jeremy Burns yesterday, the, the coach at Ozark, and he said uh, what's affected them um, at, at Ozark and everybody else in the 4A4 is Subiaco deciding to drop out and go to eight-man football eight-man. Uh, after schedules had already been made. So every – uh, week that Subiaco is on someone's schedule in the 4A4, that's going to be an open date, probably. Unless unless it was maybe in weeks, what, Henry, 4 and 5 or whatever, yeah. early, it's possible. So if Subiaco was supposed to play Dardanelle in week 4, there's a chance Dardanelle could find an opponent for week 4 or whatever. But Ozark had them in week 6. Well, you're not going to find an opponent for week 6. Now, on the one side, and Henry, I know what you're thinking. I was thinking the same thing. Well, that's really bad for for Ozark because they're going to have a, a an open week when they're supposed to, and then they get stuck with an open week again at week six. However, that could be the best thing that ever happens to Ozark if they were to happen to have a couple of kids for whatever reason. You hope it doesn't happen, but if it did, that essentially gives them a COVID week in the middle of their season when they could – Maybe at most use it, you know, possibly. You know, if they were to have, say, a kid who contracted it and he had to quarantine, if that if his quarantine fell during that open week, well, boy, that worked out good for Ozark. They get their guy back. Whereas Dardanelle might not get that same luxury because they their open week came two weeks earlier or whatever. So, you hey, know, it's kind of, kind of interesting. Hey, teams like uh, they got to play uh, Johnson County Westside, they dropped down too, so – that forced the hands of some teams, didn't it, Henry? Well, it's Western Yale. That, Western that, Yale? Yeah, yeah Western I, Yale. Actually, the, we had the uh, new reclassification cycle hit. So uh, the 2A4, we, it got expanded a little bit more. So there's, there's an eight-team schedule. There, there's not going to be any open dates. They're fine now. Finally got it uh, fixed. Finally. Uh, it's okay. a little expanded. Yeah. Now, where you're going to have some problems is, let's say, you know, with the 4A4 because – you know, when you get to week seven, everybody else is in their conference. They can't yeah. go fight, you know. Nobody. Uh, there's a conference in uh, 
you get down to two A football, well, the two A four is fine with eight teams, but there's some that's already dropped down to six. The I can't remember the conference number right now, but it only it already had six teams. And Spring Hill says uh, we're going to eight man football. Well, now guess what? You've got five teams in four conference. Yeah, and all five mm-hmm. of them will get to go to yeah. the playoffs regardless if there is a playoff. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Henry, let me ask you this. The reason we go to Henry, he knows more. He's the person that AAA goes to. Henry's been doing this a long time. Could there possibly, in the era of COVID, one team maybe playing eight, nine games, somebody else playing six games, yes. and the team that goes 6-0 and oh will be the conference championship? Yes. It's very possible right now. Just, wow, just the way bizarre. everything falls. Yeah, you could have – like you say, one team only plays six games because just the way COVID fell, and the other one, well, you just lost two games because you don't have enough players to play now. Yeah. What we don't, what we don't want to happen is for them to start the season and then have to end Stop. it. That's yeah. what's not yeah. fair. No. So there's a chance, Rick. Let's say that they decide to start the season in Arkansas not on the 20. Seventh, but the next week. Let's say they're going to delay it a week. Yeah, go okay? back to September third. Yeah, after Labor Day, or Labor Day weekend. Start it that weekend. So there's a chance that they could play the first games. Then there's a chance that if if numbers of COVID cases rose, they could pull back the reins and go, okay, everybody's shutting down for two weeks. Then you come back and restart again, and whatever. So your championship games that are normally played in December might not be played till January. That could be the case. You know, that might happen. That would be better than telling these kids, listen, senior, you got to play your three games. Good luck to you. Your football career is done. You know, you don't want to see that happen. And that's what happened to the baseball and softball kids in the spring. And that is awful, and you do not want that to happen again. Hey, Henry, now just to underline what you was talking about, about uh, the governor, I know they got a lot on their plate and everybody's yakking at them, everybody's got an opinion, but, man, they got to come up with something quick because, you know, uh, summer ball, I remember summer ball, you run around like gazelle and, you know, football's easy, you're catching back. But, man, once you put them pads on, you got to put them pads on, and that's like a grill on your back, and you got to – it's not football running around in shorts. It's – somebody it's physical contact and they got to get used to having them pads on for a couple of weeks right exactly and and like we just brought it up you know a bunch of these schools several in our area are going to start the season not only with non-conference opponents but they're playing against a team from another state who's already got the okay to play and they've been practicing yeah oklahoma's been practicing missouri's been practicing our We've been practicing, but very little. I mean, you can't line up in an offensive or defensive formation. The way it's set up, you can barely kick a field goal with just a limit group. I was over yesterday at Springdale High, and they um, had went ahead and passed out, you know, their helmets and and shoulder pads, and they're just hanging in their lockers. Just, you know, it's kind of sad. You walk by their lockers, and their shoulder pads and helmets are hanging there and and can't be used. Well, I'm just – I know they were sick of the Zoom – the Zoom, when you got a hundred players, you're on a Zoom, and you get through that stage, and now they finally got outdoors, which helped the offensive linemen, at least to you know footwork and you know some things. But man, they were so eager to get out, and we got we we got to make a decision real quick. Now, Chris Wood said today he needed he would need to he, he could have his team ready to play in two weeks. If he if they got the green light 
August the fifteenth or whatever day that would be the if he if the governor came out and said you can start practice real practice on August the what would that be Henry the Let's the seventeenth I guess the seventeenth is what it would be the, the seventeenth yeah, because they would play on the twenty eighth so that would give them basically two weeks of yeah. practice. He practice. said if he got two weeks practice, he would be ready to go because essentially everybody would be in the same boat. Now, he's opening up against Jinx, Oklahoma, because like Henry mentioned, some, was Bentonville West was supposed, or somebody was supposed to play a Texas team. McKinney. Uh, but Broken Arrow. Well, same thing with Harbor. They were supposed yeah. to have played McKinney, McKinney. And Jinx, Oklahoma was going to be playing one of the Mansfield teams in Texas. Well, both of them lost their, their openers because Texas uh, UIL said – Class 1A through 4A can go ahead and start on time, but 5A and 6A, which is the largest schools, are going to be delayed by about three weeks or so. So Harbor and those schools that were going to be playing a 5A or 6A school um, lost those games. But Jinx and Harbor had worked out an agreement where, hey, if you guys lose your game and we lose our game, let's play. And so they had that worked out. But like Henry said, if Arkansas doesn't get the green light to start on that 27th, 28th, then not only, Jinx has lost game number two opener. So, you know, now who do they do? They call Broken Arrow, Arrow and say, listen, I know we're in the same conference, but, you know, whatever, we're going to play each other. You know, y'all okay with that? And so there's a chance that <laughs> this hypothetical. Jinx could play Broken Arrow in week one, play them during the regular season, and play them in the playoffs. <laughs> so. well, they, they need to call, call Mountain Bird uh, because they, they've done that a couple of times. Yeah, Mountain, Mountain yeah. Bird. Or maybe go pick up, you know, Benton, oh, who's Bentonville? Oh, you're playing Liberty North, Missouri. Maybe we'll go over to there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, So, Rick, I think you mentioned it, and uh, I mentioned it. The coaches are going to have to be real fluid. They're going to have to be able to make changes at the drop of a, of a hat. Um, Improvise. You hate it because coaches hate that. Coaches, like yep. I said, they, yep. wanna be, they want to be prepared, not for this week, but for five weeks down the road, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, – um, especially coaches, if they're like me, who are just so ADD that 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 anything that deviates from the norm yep. um, just you know affects me big time. And I know there's coaches out there the same way. But this is one of those kind of years where you're going to have to just say, you know what, it's going to have to roll off your back. You're just going to have to roll with it and do the best you can. You might not get ten games. You might just play six. But six is better than two. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and one of the things. In my conversation with Lance Taylor, he did ask me the question on, you know, and uh, who are some of the Arkansas schools who are now going to play these out-of-state teams, you know, who's already got the season going, so he can address Governor Hutchinson with this. So maybe we can get an answer before yeah. Monday. Because we're not just we're not just talking about Arkansas teams here. We're talking, you know, Texas teams, Louisiana teams, Mississippi, the, the entire the entire you know. Uh, landscape surrounding Arkansas. Those, you know, they there's crossover games everywhere. Um, you know, and I know everybody wants to play. Everybody wants to be safe. Um, it's going to be. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of unknown, and uh, I don't know of any way to address the unknown other than to jump into the unknown and then we tackle each situation oh, as it comes up. That's the only way you can do it. Uh, the coaches. Um, have been dealing with COVID. They've been dealing with players who have who have tested positive. They're doing the protocols. Um, I, you know, I've talked to other coaches, you know, that have have had to deal with with kids who've tested positive for COVID. And and what they're doing is they're doing exactly what the governor and what the what the health 
uh, Department of the State are saying they're quarantining those kids for now. I think it's like ten days. It's not. It's not fourteen more. I think it's ten. Um, and um, and and so they're they're already used to dealing with it. And so um, you know, well, I think um, I think I think they have a good handle on what's going on. And um, I know. think it may be. I, I said beforehand. When I think of high school football, Texas is a king. I saw where Texas say, hey, big schools in Houston, Dallas, you guys are going to have to, I mean, you guys, you guys are students, uh, people right on top of each other, big, huge uh, metropolitan area teams. You know, you guys are going to have to back it up two or three weeks. Hey, you little schools out there in West Texas where it's not as bad, you guys start on time. I have no problem. We may have to go to something like that, well, and I'd Rick, be okay with that. Rick, too, it also kind of gives them a sample size to look at. They can say, okay, yep. this is what this school did. This is what these schools did. This is how they handled it. My God, let's don't do that. Or that's a really smart thing to do, and let's you know, let's do that. So it gives them an opportunity to kind of see this in a gradual, like you said, small school, work your way up to mid-school, see what they're doing, and then uh, you know, see how it goes. Uh, you know, Major League Baseball. I mean, these are professional athletes getting paid. Uh, the Miami Marlins this week announced 17 members of their organization tested positive for COVID. Now, these are people getting paid to do this that still either out in the community. That's the only way to, to get it is to be out in the community. So they can't even monitor themselves, and these guys are getting paid for it. So, you know, what are 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, you know, uh, I was an idiot at that age, and a lot of people would say you hadn't gotten over that yet either. So, uh, and they'd, that'd be a fair statement too, by the way. Uh, so you got that going on. The NBA put their players in a bubble, put them all at you know one place, and thought they have everything under control. Then they got guys slipping out, going to strip clubs and that kind of thing. So you know, just just because you have more years on your age doesn't make you any smarter. Like again, I'm proof of that. Um, so. You got two different things there. You got the NHL season that's fixing to start up again. You got, uh, you know, NFL teams now are coming back in and starting to work out. So um, it's just, you know, it, it's 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 going to be a process, and uh, you know how that how that process uh, plays out remains to be seen. Some some schools, some teams, some franchises, some leagues are going to handle it better than others, and I think. Uh, everyone's kind of doing close to the same thing, but maybe a few differences. And hopefully, by going through this, and and uh, and 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 we'll see who does what the best, and we'll come up with a plan that's going to be the best plan we can do. Hey, I don't want to get into the school debate. Open up school, go full time, hybrid, or something. But uh, here's an example: we got 11 year old granddaughter, and she's on her cat. She looks at cat videos all night and. T- uh, uh, what do you call it, FaceTime with their friends, staying up 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, and that's not good for kids. they got to have some kind of structure. Hopefully they can come up with some kind of, if not go five days. Like you said, you just can't live in the corner in fear. I mean, you, I think you got to, you know, make a move and try, and then if it doesn't work, you're getting the data says stop, then you stop. Yep. Well, that's where we are now. Again, Rick, it is July the 29th. July 29th. That calendar is turning 2020. over. 2020. I hate 2020. 2020. Uh, that calendar is turning over to. Rick, remember when your mom, did she ever tell you, if you do that again, I'm going to slap you in the next year? I wish my mom were I here remember... to slap me in the next year. I'd like to go ahead and be into 2020. Hey, 2021. Yeah, but my is mom. That still was... on the table? <laughs> is that still on the table? 
Uh, I thought my name till I was like 11 years old. I thought my name was Damn It Ricky Lynn because <laughs> that's all I heard. <laughs> hey, when she put the boot to me, yeah, well, she didn't literally, but Damn It Ricky Lynn. <laughs> so I know what you're talking about. Well, that's where we are now. Yeah. When we come back in a couple of weeks, we'll see where we are. Hopefully, we've had some movement. We might still be stuck in neutral. Um, yeah. You know, we don't know. Yeah, on the bright side, you know, as, as far as high school sports, uh, we do have golf next That's week. That's right. So, <laughs> so oh, I was going to mention that, too. The AAA did last week announce that the golf, tennis, and cross-country schedules will begin on time. Um, those kids, so we're going to have our first golf uh, tournament next week, first two, um, and then we'll have tennis the following week. Mm-hmm. And cross-country doesn't start until it cools down a little bit in September, but they're scheduled to start first week of September. So that's good news. Um, now we're just waiting on volleyball and football to get the to get the word on that, and uh, and then and then we will we will see where we are. And, and if, you, if you guys uh, know something, let us know because we don't know anything. <laughs> so that's it for this edition of Prep Rally the podcast. Again, I'm Chip Souza, and this has been Rick Fires and Henry Apple, and uh, we are. Uh, we're, we're trying to make the best of it as we can, just like you are. And as soon as we get information in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, we will pass it along to you on Twitter and in, in print and wherever else we can get that information to you. And, uh, again, we got our fingers and toes and everything else crossed, and, and hopefully uh, you know, we're going to see some movement on this soon. So thanks for listening to us, and we will catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast.